0: Hi, my name is Sherry Doherty, and I'm a 54-year-old lady in red, in Act Two of my career and living my best life. My perspective on life and behaviors have been governed by who I was as a child, who I became, and who I am still striving to be. People my age are beautiful, bold, confident, and full of wisdom, and truly, the encore of the story of your life is still when the best songs are yet to be sung. My mission in this podcast is to shine the spotlight on people like me, have real conversations about reinvention stories, and inspire you to continue to follow your dreams regardless of your age. I'm doing it for Daisy. Who are you doing it for? Welcome to the Encore Podcast. I'm so excited that you are all here with me today for my premiere episode. This is gonna be a solo episode, which won't be most often. I plan to have some amazing guests with me who's going to share their stories with you, but I thought we would start today with just telling you who I am, why I'm doing this, and what brought me here today. I thought I'd start by telling you a little bit about my backstory. So I wasn't raised in a wealthy family. I wasn't even raised in a happy family, to be honest. I was born in 1968 to a letter carrier and a stay-at-home mom. We had a house, and I know that I should be grateful for that. However, it was a modest three-bedroom wartime bungalow, nothing fancy, and money was often a point of contention in our household. We didn't have much of it. We didn't have anything fancy. And even, you know, six or seven year old Sherry Martin knew the difference between what the other girls had and what I had. So there's some painful memories and some painful stories in there about things that I missed out on, and what really lit the fire in me to make sure that I worked hard for my whole life and was able to reap some of the rewards and benefits of being a hard worker. Fast forward to my teenage years, it was the 80s. And I had lots of fun, I got into a little bit of trouble, more than probably my parents know about. I certainly was no angel. However, I had lots of friends and lots of fun and times were good. However, things started to happen like the other kids went off to university, and the other kids got to go to a grad trip, and they were really excited about their futures, and no one was talking to me about going to university. That was for the rich kids, and way back then, there was no government funding or government support, and if you felt left behind or less than, no one cared. This is a world today where... You know, the world cares about your emotions and your feelings, and let's call it the early 80s. No one gave a shit if you were sad or you felt like you were less than everybody else. At any rate, I moved along quickly into my young adult life and started a career in true fashion. I got more than one job at a time because I wanted things and I wanted money. I met an amazing man who literally introduced me to a whole new world, and the reference, yes, is to the movie Aladdin. That was around the time when that was out, and this guy in the white jeans who walked into my office one day became the man who took me on a crazy magic carpet ride that has become my life, and it's crazy and it's fun. We do amazing things, and we've had some amazing stories that turned into, you know, two beautiful children and multiple houses so many crazy trips and adventures that you can't even imagine and a beautiful network today of friends and family around us my husband his name is terry and you're going to hear so much about terry throughout these episodes is my rock he is my biggest champion and my biggest supporter and i've had some shitty stuff happen to me and hit some pretty low lows and he has always been there Just trying to make me laugh and saying something stupid and trying to, you know, keep things light because that's what he does. But he's absolutely been the constant that's been there for me through all of it. So moving right along, I had a very successful corporate career. Like I said, I had two children who were very active in their professional sports. We had a couple of side businesses. We owned a DJ service and a cheerleading company and life was freaking great. And I got to around 50, and those things started to wrap up. They weren't quite as much fun as they used to be. The kids were off doing their own things. My son was off racing his professional motocross career around the world, actually. He lived in Europe, and then he lived in the U.S. for a while. My daughter was off at university. Our cheerleading business came to a dramatic and crashing end, which is a story for another day. And my corporate career was getting really, really stale, and I was really unhappy. So, I was really starting to take a good hard look at what I had been doing up to then and figuring out what I wanted to do with the second half of my life. And we're really huge Broadway people, so we like to make theater references. We wanted to know what I was going to do in my act, too. And I wanted to take a leap of faith and I wanted to walk away, but. And I've got to be honest, I'm not that bold and I'm not that confident, but I absolutely do have faith and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for a change to come into my life. And on August the 1st, 2018, my prayer was answered in the form of a termination letter and a severance package. And again, making a reference to Broadway being in the room where it happened. I happen to be recording this podcast in the very room where that happened four years ago today. So my very brilliant and emotion-provoking son thought this would be the best place for me to record my intro episode to the Encore podcast. I am now, I think, a moderately successful real estate agent. I love what I do. I get to work with amazing clients every single day. I'm excited to get up in the morning and see what adventures this is going to take me on. I've joined an amazing brokerage. I also have a bunch of side passion projects that I'm really excited about, this being one of them. I also run a, I'm going to call it a business marketing group. We call it the DMG group, which is the Doherty Marketing Group. So within our family, we are certainly a family of entrepreneurs, and there's about four or five businesses under the umbrella that we lovingly call the Doherty Marketing Group. A couple of them use the Stage 1 umbrella, like Stage 1 Real Estate, but also Stage 1 Sound is the DJ company, and my husband is active and thriving and a little bit local famous around here for. What he does, a throwback show on Thursday nights. And so once a year, we pull a group of like minded people together and we do some business planning and some brainstorming together. We hold each other accountable throughout the year and we just thrive off of that energy. And it's actually something that I love doing. I do see more of that in my future. And I'm pretty excited to share with everybody today as well that I'm actually writing a book. So When I went through my season of change, I spent a whole ton of time doing research and trying to learn how people are successful and why they're successful and what ingredients make up the perfect day for them. And I kept coming across the same things over and over and over and over again. And I'm not going to give it all away today. I hope that you'll continue to listen in and eventually buy my book when it's released. But some of those things looked like health, nutrition, feeding your body good fuel as well as your mind, reducing the negativity in the world so I don't watch the news. I fill my mind full of positive podcasts in the morning that are educational and motivational. I listen to uplifting music. I'm faith-filled. I am definitely a person of routine. And those ingredients kind of came together to start to put me on a really great path. As I was exploring that, I was starting to think about, you know, who I'd been in my childhood and who I'd been through my building years and who I wanted to be in the future. And I'm saying this with a little bit of a chuckle, but I'm pretty vain. And that vanity actually comes with insecurity. So let's be honest and real. I can't imagine that I am going to be old enough to be a grandmother. I'm not a grandmother yet. I would like to be. However, it's not time yet. It's not that season. But when I think about becoming a grandmother, I can't take the names of granny or grandma or any of those things because they sound really old to me. And I feel in my head, like I'm still 35. I run around in my red high heels like I'm still 35 and I have absolutely no intentions of slowing down. So I was kind of joking around, but not really, with my family as I was starting to think about, you know, one day when I become a grandmother, what do I want to be called? And it kind of hit me that I want to be called Daisy. And there's a vision for who Daisy is. And there's a reason behind that, besides my vanity and insecurity. And I realized my grandmother's name was Daisy. So Daisy to me means grandmother. And then I started to do a little bit more research and I realized that if you look up the definition of Daisy, it's only positive words about being bold and beautiful and the best and strong and confident. And I was thinking, that's it. I know it sounds funny and I know it may sound ridiculous to other people, but it means so much to me that I want to be called Daisy when I become a grandmother. So then I also started to think about like, what daisy looks like and when you think about what's on your vision board and what you want to do with your future i started to envision her and i want to be her i want to be bold and confident and beautiful and strong and have deep-seated roots and flourish with my family and you know breathe oxygen and all those great things so i started to take everything i was learning through this period of self-discovery about finding success and being able to thrive and ask myself some questions so as i was going through my daily routine who was making my decisions was it the scared chubby poor little girl from the suburbs of Toronto in the 1960s and 70s who made bad decisions honestly I ate McDonald's when I was stressed out and I didn't exercise and I had a lacking mentality as it came to money there was never going to be enough and there was no way out and I didn't make smart decisions was she making my decision Or was Sherry Doherty making my decision? And Sherry Doherty was pretty awesome. I'm pretty proud of who she became. She was really successful and she raised a beautiful family and she has a beautiful marriage. And she, you know, had a great life and still has a great life because I'm still a work in progress. However, she also made some silly decisions which were overcompensating for the Sherry Martin lacking mentality. So, you know, the Doherty's Sherry and Terry Doherty have to have the best of everything when it isn't always the smartest financial decision. So do I really need to drive a Mercedes Benz so that the whole world knows that I'm not the poor kid from Scarborough anymore? Probably not. I bet you there was a much more cost effective economical vehicle I could have bought and put some of that money into investments. And we had a small house when we first moved to this town that It wasn't even in my purview to think of keeping as an investment property when we moved to the big property on the big acreage that we had been dreaming about. And now I am literally so mad at myself, particularly being in real estate and knowing what an opportunity I lost when we sold that because that house now just 10 years later is worth double what it was and I could have had tenants paying my mortgage for me. So when I think about my future and what that person looks like, that's Daisy. And Daisy is smart and she makes good, healthy decisions for herself. And she makes good financial decisions for herself. And she knows there will always be enough. God or faith or the universe, whatever you believe in, I respect it absolutely. For me, it's God, has never let me down in the first 50 years. So why do I continue to worry that he's going to let me down now? He hasn't let go of me and I've been successful. And yeah, sometimes you have to hit the bottom to bounce back up, but that's all life and that's all part of your story and it makes you who you are today. So That's who I am, and that's who Daisy is, and I'm striving to be Daisy every single day as I go through the day. I think about my decisions. I ask myself who's making them, and I want to introduce you to more people like me. I know so many women who have gotten to the midpoint of their life and they've decided this isn't who I wanna be anymore. This isn't the career that I want. And I was a mom and that was my identity. And now I get to be a person again and any person that I wanna be, I can do anything. And I know so many women with amazing stories and men. Let's be honest, this isn't just for women. That happens to just be my network. There's a lot of ladies that I spend my time with who lift me up and we celebrate each other. So there'll be lots of them, but men are also welcome. The point is to build a community and to celebrate each other and shine the spotlight on what's happening in act two of all of our lives seriously this is the encore time i love this time i think that the best songs are yet to be sung and that's why i use the word encore so come along with me on this journey i'm about to introduce you to lots of amazing people who are continuing to do lots of amazing things and i'm going to remind you today and every day i'm doing it for daisy who are you doing it for